Hey, welcome to the Dauntless Grace Exchange. I'm Megan. And I'm Deidre. And today we are here to just talk a little bit about why we are introducing this podcast, what the purpose of it is, and how we just hope to inspire you as our listeners uh, to grow into a more meaningful story of your own. So, Megan. Yeah. Told for a couple of years that we need to start a podcast. I'm pretty sure we were told we needed to start a TV show, and I'm I'm guessing we both kiboshed that right away. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a reason why we don't video record these. <laughs> also, yeah, people have been saying, "Hey, start a podcast, start a TV show," and we both looked at each other and thought we are probably two of the most boring people on the planet, and they have no idea. We just like to make fun of each other, and apparently, that's entertaining for other people. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I would say that when we are off the cuff, just kind of talking casually, we can stumble across something funny. And that's always accidental, at least on my part. Um, The thought of having to be funny, not so much. So I think what our goal is, is not so much to entertain people because that wouldn't be in our wheelhouse, but really to just have an authentic exchange of conversation, uh, the two of us, as well as guests occasionally on certain topics that we feel relate to Christian women and where we are in our journey of just growing and becoming. What do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, Dauntless Grace as a ministry kind of started to share people's stories, to share stories of women who were kind of walking through the hard things and finding God in those hard places. And, you know, it used to be a blog that is kind of defunct now. Is that, is that the right word? Yeah, it I think the doesn't exist is anymore. a new blog, right? Is that how it goes? I, th- I think that's true. I mean, I yeah, think we're a lot less. better reading our written words than listening to our voices, but we're going to move past that insecurity right now and just not bring it up again and say, here we are, voices and you know whatever they are, and we're just offering what we have. So the new it's blog. Cute it's cute that you think we won't bring that up again, though. I won't bring it up again, even though I'm an Enneagram one and really want to focus on these things. <laughs> I'm not going to. Well, as a four, I'm just going to keep telling you why I'm not actually qualified to do this, but we're going to do it anyway, darn it. doing it. Listeners, we are prepared. We are here. Actually, we're not even trying to set ourselves up as any kind of professionals. We're saying we have journeyed through a mess together and we want you to journey through it with us because we really feel like there's power in that. Just showing up and saying me too, right? Yeah. And I think that's a lot of the women that we're going to showcase on this podcast in the future. They've got, you know, they've got stories where they were living in the mess of it and, and they want to invite us into their journey. And then some of the women who have walked through it and they're on the other side of it and they're saying, Hey, come to this side. Cause we know, we know what's waiting for you. We know there's more to the story that you've been living. And so, you know, we don't always have it all together and our guests don't always have it together, but I think between all of us, you're going to hear some truth. You're going to hear some pathways to those healing places. And we just hope that you can listen to us and go, Hey, me too. Absolutely. There's power in that. I think, um, when we try to kind of pretend to be something that we're not, or we like take scripture or teachings or self-help advice and sort of apply it to us from the outside to, to like think if we can bolster our strength enough, we get some kind of internal courage from that, 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 that's just, it doesn't hold in the long term. Like the more pressure that comes, the more we buckle under that. So there is something really powerful about like from the inside, exposing it out and just saying, look at this. I'm not hiding from this anymore. And I just want to invite you into this space. Um, I mean, we both have, we've done that with each other. Our relationship's been that kind of journey where we didn't put on airs. We didn't, we didn't even necessarily want to be friends when it started. Well, I mean, I wanted to be friends. The jury is out, but... (laughs) 
I mean, we can clear that up maybe in a later podcast, but I wanted to be friends. You just weren't, <laughs> you weren't quite as sure. And I wore you down. Let's be honest about how this worked. <laughs> what does that look like for you though? Just um, as, as the journey from that first blog to here, you know, what are the different iterations of what Dauntless Grace has been or is becoming? I think it's just always in a place where women can read their own stories and someone else's. You know, I think even when we can just say, hey, this this is ugly sometimes and I don't have, I don't know even how to process through whatever I'm living through and I don't know what emotions I'm feeling and I don't know what how they relate to anything and where is God in all of this. And I think sometimes when we can expose kind of the raw and the ugly, then people can see themselves there. And I think it's more than just going, all right, here's my ugly and everybody come like cry for me and with me. I think there's got to be a place where we go, okay, we see you down there and we're going to climb down there with you because we know the way out. We don't just yeah. go sit in the hole with someone because it's comfortable. We go sit down there so that we can help them find the way out. Yeah, you actually said something in a really offhanded conversation that we were having yesterday where you're like, the the dysfunctional that you know is sometimes easier to stay in than the unknown, right? And so we, we kind of need someone around us to say, like, I see that you're miserable in the dysfunction of whatever's happening. And some, some of those dysfunctions are just circumstantial. They're not even necessarily you, but I see that you're uncomfortable with that, but you're afraid to take the step toward a different unknown. And so that's part of this too, like showing someone that, okay, it might be a little messy. It might be a little hard to get from where you are to where you want to be, but it's worth the journey to get there. And so we just are encouraging each other in that um, and kind of calling each other out. Like when we see, <laughs> we do that well for each other, sometimes <laughs> vocally, sometimes through text, but um, you know, you're back in that place again of, of the the old known, that's the hard, you know, old known. And I'm calling you on it and I'm saying, come on, come on. There's a better, newer place to be. And that, that takes like trust. It takes a, a certain kind of security to understand your belonging in a relationship to allow someone to speak to you that candidly. I think that's the key for it too, is that trust, you know, like we can all just kind of strip down and expose ourselves and here's, here's the hard stuff. But if there's not someone who's willing to really kind of walk you through it in a way that's safe in a way that's trustworthy. And um, then you just are kind of left naked, right? You're just left there and exposed and it hurts and it's painful. And so I think that there's just an expectation probably internally and externally to make it look like you have it all together because then it's not as scary. You're not left stripped down and exposed. You're not left vulnerable and ready to be hurt or betrayed. Um, And I also just think there's a societal expectation, especially of Christian women to have it all together. Like, you know, Jesus. So, you know, why are you still struggling with this old thing? Or why do you why do you feel sad? You know, I mean, just sometimes it's just even as basic as that. And, you know, we have to figure out a way to be real without, um, without getting stuck, I think. So, yeah. And, and just living wholeheartedly. I know there's some authors that really, um, pound that message in like the importance of that, because there's also an expectation of people who've grown up maybe in the Christian world that everything's fine it's all fine. And so they don't really deal with those longings that are simmering underneath because they don't have a nice package way of dealing with it. So, you know, it's sinful to show anger. It's sinful to show anxiety or worry or all of these things. So I'm going to be happy and I'm going to think on good things. And that's okay to to have that perspective, but it's not okay to not deal with the things below the surface because 
whatever, wherever we keep other people out, we're also keeping God out. I really believe that. And so like for me, I really thought I was serving God by the way I served other people. And I think to the level that I knew at the time I was, but there was more intimate places that he wanted to encounter me and give me a wholeness that I didn't understand or know at the time. And that's, I think what we're talking about too is for, so it's really obvious to go, I have this trauma that I can see affecting my life today that I need healed, or I have this relationship that's really toxic that I need to deal with and get healed. But what if we don't have any, like, I I hear so many women that are like, well, you know, my life was pretty good. I had a pretty good upbringing. Everything's fine. I don't really know. And I, I don't believe that. (laughs) I believe that you could have a pretty good upbringing. You could have pretty good parents. Maybe you've never experienced trauma, but I don't believe that sin hasn't had its impact on you in some way. And so because we're all born that way, just with the sin of Adam, we have some kind of brokenness in our story. And when we don't acknowledge it and look at it, like we're doing a disservice to what God wants to do to encounter us and just give us that wholeness. I think that's just really important that we just say that up front. Like none of us are exempt from this message. We're not talking to moms. We're not talking to married women. We're not talking to single women. We're not talking to college girls or senior citizens. We're talking to everybody. Like this is a message for all women, no matter what stage of life you're in, we are all in this journey together. And so no matter what you're doing as like your vocation or your calling or whatever, or your age, even you're in this process of becoming who God wants you to become. I mean, preach. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't think there was a question in that. I just had to go off for a minute. They say Instagram ones have the preach talk style. It's going to come out every once in a while. I'll get up on my soapbox and I'll step back down. (laughs) I mean, every once in a while. That's cute too. Um, (laughs) But I think, you know, you were saying there's no formula. And I think what's so good is that there are self-help books written out there for people, right? But it's like step one, step two. And it really, first of all, it kind of usually leaves God out of the equation. But even when it includes him, it ignores the nuance of how we're all wired differently. And, you know, we're really into the Enneagram here. And, you know, we know that the Enneagram is this tool of um, self-awareness that can be really powerful when it's paired with the gospel of Jesus. And so it's not enough just to know how we're wired, but how Jesus can come in and kind of rewire some of those broken places and make them whole. But I think it's important to know those things. So, you know, the way that God came in and and showed you this wholeness and this healing is different from the way he came in and, and, you know, healed that in my life because we're wired so differently. And so if there was just a formula, you know, why would we need God? Right. But we're so nuanced and we're broken at so many different levels and we're not even aware of most of them. And I do think, um, you know, the reason we do talk about the Enneagram a lot is that that can help us kind of get to the bottom of, you know, what's under the surface that much faster. So it definitely does. And I think um, what you just said is really the capstone of what we're going to hit every week in some way is that if we could do it on our own, we don't need a savior. So leaning into the grace that is afforded to us on every level, not just like I'm ready to go to heaven, but, you know, really on every level, how it restores relationships and it restores our inner peace and it restores our souls and it revitalizes us to do the things that he's called us to do and wired us to do without all of the brokenness attached to it. It really is a beautiful journey. So we're just excited that you all are listening. Uh, This was a quick episode today just to give you a basis for what we're going to be talking about. And we invite you into the conversation as we just continue this Dauntless Grace Exchange in the weeks to come. And sometimes we might be funny. Maybe. Not very often. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, 
thanks for coming today. (laughs) And that wraps up another episode of the Dauntless Grace Exchange. You can follow us on social media to stay connected. We are on Instagram at Dauntless Grace Ministries. Our Facebook page is Dauntless Grace, and you can join the conversation in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash team DGM. For more about the Enneagram, visit our website at dauntlessgrace.org for coaching and training opportunities, and you can follow me on Instagram at Enneagram Megan. And be sure to check out our website for more information about today's podcast at dauntlessgrace.org.